Welcome back to Run It Back with Max and RJ. It is a very exciting Ooh. day. So you know what? Yeah. I'm just, you know what? I like this podcast because mm-hmm. it's it's an opportunity for me to be social. Right. I view this as a social interaction because right. I don't go out a lot. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. What's up with that, man? I'm just a gonna, peek inside your life. Uh, yeah, a peek inside life. my life. Uh, I watch a lot of news. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of sports. And I come to work at three in the morning. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that's my social know. life. Put a, put a um, cramp into your social life for sure. Yeah. So today has been a long day. Right. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm going to try to be lively. I'm going to try to be exciting. I haven't had coffee, but yeah. I will say the highlights of my day have included mm-hmm. all food. Okay. Yeah. Didn't eat until the nine o'clock. And then after that, we got breakfast tacos. Also happy not, I've been trying to say this all day long. Happy not official start to Fiesta. Yeah, weird setup this year with Fiesta. They had to kind of uh, break it up because from my understanding, it's because of Easter. Yeah, Easter broke so it up. So Oyster Bake was starting off this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, big event there, and then uh, they're going to kind of take a little break in between and then get it back going. But yeah, like you said, it was good to come. Oh, nice. Jamie. Nice. Shout out, Jamie. Pops in. Shout out, Jamie. <laughs> Apparently yeah, that, director that Jamie. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, so no, it was nice to come into work today and just have like bags of tacos, and then yeah. like you said, HEBs out grilling stuff mm-hmm. in our uh, in our backyard. They there, have so it's had cool. so far this morning. <laughs> wow. Uh, barbacoa tacos. <laughs> yeah. Um, cheese, egg, and potato tacos, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, HEB coming in hot. They yeah. had some. I mean, like, really hot. You could waffles. smell the, the bacon oh. or whatever they're making. So Literally bacon. Delicious. You yes. can smell the bacon. Yes. <laughs> um, so it has been a great morning. Yeah. I'm excited for everything that Fiesta has to offer. You got oyster bake. Mm-hmm. I have not made it to oyster bake yet, but it's on the list. Ooh. Yeah, oyster bake. Fun event. It gets really crowded uh, towards the end of the See, night. That's naturally, not a problem for me because I go to sleep at six o'clock. That's true. Hence, that's true. No but if you that. wanted to go during the day, mm-hmm. uh, that would be a nice time to go. Kind of check things out. Oyster Bake. It's on St. Mary's campus, so uh, it's really kind of a, one of the signature events of mm-hmm. Fiesta. And like you said, I mean, just Fiesta Spurs playoffs, man. It always kind of comes together, and it's such a into, great like, business time, man. I'm still talking about the fun <laughs> stuff. I was going to throw shade first off. Shout out to Dom. Yeah. If you notice, if you're watching, first off, if you're listening, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. If you're watching, this is impressive. We have a nice new setup. Please. Dom has set all of this up. Yeah. Uh, this new wow. desk, these chairs, they're not mm-hmm. light, and he carried them all the way from across the newsroom. <laughs> he did. So good for him. He Thank did. you so much. Yeah. You made us look a lot prettier. Yeah. Um, shout out to Jamie for making hard. all that possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, shout out to Alicia who threw a lot of shade at me today. Wow. Uh, Why is threw that? back a couple tacos after the uh, 9 a.m. Yeah. I was starving. Yeah. And she looks at me. She's like, no, is that what you work out for? And I looked at her. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it is what I work out for so I can have my barbacoa taco without someone judging me. Yes. And that's a great point. I remember producer Mario, uh, EP producer Mario, shout once Mario. told me uh, a while back, he's like, Yes, I uh, I work out so I can eat pretty yeah. much. Yeah, it's not how do you way not, around? man? I mean, how do you not? Especially when it's just out there. It's out there for you. I saw what? you walk in with some sort of like a pie or something like that. So this is the last thing I promise we will get to the Spurs playoffs. Uh, I yeah. love food, and if anyone, if you, and if we have any loyal followers uh-huh. or uh, you know, I guess watchers, viewers, watchers, followers, viewers. everything. First yeah. off, again, thank. If you're still listening, thank app, you. I promise we will viewers. get to sports at viewers out there. Uh, if you have any recommendations of food in San Antonio, maybe some holes in the wall spots, I am always looking for new spots to mm-hmm. try. Some outside the food or outside the box food. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. there you go. All right. So let's jump right into it. Uh, After yes. four minutes of All nonsense. Right. 
Yeah. Spurs playoffs. We don't we have our it. timer here. Andrew, no. he has uh, ditched us for today. But yeah, he's sure. with Alicia. He's That's at a shoot. A little sure, a shoot. Okay, whatever, Andrew. But uh, <laughs> yeah, playoffs, man. Wow. Here we are. We made it. We made it. We made yes, it to the did. seventh seed. And that was the biggest mm. fear for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, so interesting last couple of uh, last couple of games that really kind of determined all this seeding. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the Oklahoma City Houston game. Yeah, the, that was a tremendous game. That yeah. one was pretty much like a playoff type game. Rockets lose that game, fall all the way to four. So not only do we kind of Which avoid is crazy, the Rockets, they were in contention to two. Exactly. So it was Houston, Denver, Portland were all kind of in the mix, and then San Antonio, Oklahoma City, and the Clippers were all kind of on the back end of that. But so not only do we get the Rockets out of the way, but we also get avoid Golden State again. Mm-hmm. Thank Which you is for ideal. that. Yes. And Don't we get the Denver them. Nuggets, man. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that everyone, when the Spurs clinched the playoff berth, everyone's been talking about, well, we want the Nuggets. We want the Nuggets. Well, we have the Nuggets We now. have the Nuggets. We got the Nuggets, man. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out here. These chairs are so uncomfortable. <laughs> they look really cool. And if you're watching, yeah. if you're not watching, they're like these Dr. Evil type chairs yeah. that like, Man. Punch forward at the top, and I'm like crouched yeah. in here like this. Sorry, I got really so distracted. a few years ago we used to do like a segment uh, where it was like a get to know segment, some mm-hmm. like on air personalities and stuff. They used to do them on these chairs, and oh I want to say that that segment specifically just stopped because of these chairs. <laughs> like it's but, just so uh, you know, I mean, like, hey. unless I'm like leaning like yeah. this or like. <laughs> Super yeah. late, like I, I feel like I have to like hunch over. Anyway, mm. so yes, it is very exciting. Nuggets in the first round, and that's set for nine o'clock tomorrow, Saturday. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's easy to say this is a great matchup for the Spurs. I mean, on one hand, you have mm-hmm. the Spurs, the most experienced head coach when it comes to playoffs, and then you have Mike Malone. Yeah. Not the most experienced head coach when it comes to playoffs. You have these, I mean, savvy vets, if you will, who right. have playoff experience. Demar Derozan. Making it all the way to the uh, the Eastern Conference, Conference Finals. Finals. You yep. have uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, who have been in the fi- in the playoffs a number of times. Western Conference Finals right. a couple years ago and with then the you, Spurs on when the they other lost side. To State. Yep. Mm-hmm. You don't. I mean, you have Nikola Jokic, who has never been to the playoffs. Right. Um, and then after that, Jamal Murray, no real playoff experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have some of the the lower tier guys on the bench, but. Oh, they're gonna they're not really gonna bring that like spur of the moment. See what right. I did there? Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I did catch that. Um, no, uh, obviously look, Paul Millsap, kind of their most experienced guy who's but even still, still kind of a contributor. Yeah, it was with the Hawks. When the Hawks would I mean had a good team, but like every other team in the Eastern Conference, including DeMar's old team, Toronto, they kind of got steamrolled LeBron. by LeBron whenever they met up with him in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I think that's that's obviously the one of the biggest factors here, the experience factor. Uh, you know, you got guys like Patty Mills, Marco Bellinelli that are experienced guys mm-hmm. coming off the bench for the Spurs. And, of course, you know, Coach Pop and Mike Malone, that's an interesting matchup the, right there as well. So, um, as as much as I think that experience is a big factor, I do think that Denver's talent is legit. Uh, when you look at guys like Jamal Murray, uh, Monte, I mean, I think they're Gary Harris. You mentioned, you mentioned the name Monte Morris before you yes. gave anyone else. You said okay, Monte Gary Morris Harris. is their third most important player. He's their biggest, he's their best player off the bench. I think you just 
I think you just wanted to name drop real fast. What about what, Isaiah I, Thomas? Why would I want to name drop? Okay, Isaiah Thomas has I'm not kidding. played for them I'm in the kidding. past month. Because that was supposed to be the thing. It was like, oh, him and Michael Porter yeah. coming in. Like, yeah. who knows? Yeah, Michael like, Porter I know. is not even I know. in existence. Yeah. Um, IT, interesting thing about IT, though, and because we were talking to, uh, earlier today, I was talking to our uh, morning web producer, Ben Spicer. Very knowledgeable about sports. We need to definitely get so him on So he here. and I yeah. actually did, he gave, like, so, I'm losing my mind. Um, <laughs> we did first, second team, all NBA, but we're going to get there. We got to stop. Whoa. Stop. Okay. One of the biggest criticisms about the pod is that we keep jumping from shit, from yeah, lane okay, to lane. I can so see let's that. stay in our lane here. <laughs> stay with Spurs Nuggets. Yes. So you were saying with IT. Yeah, with IT, I mean, Isaiah look, Thomas, he not has IT not, department. right, I, he has not played very no. much for them. He was out of the rotation. Right. But he's a guy who I can see coming in and just giving them a spark on a game where Stop. maybe like a Monte Morris is struggling Stop. or something I don't know like what that. your obsession with no, Monte Morris is. Look, because Monte Morris has been their biggest player off because the bench. Because Monte Morris but, is the only real point guard on that team. Well, I mean, yeah, but Jokic is kind of their point guy. Point, point forward. center, yeah. forward or whatever. So, um, in a situation where they are maybe struggling, I could see Isaiah Thomas coming in off the bench. Why wouldn't you see him coming in off the bench? And maybe what? dropping like 12 points? Okay. S- switching a game? Switching a game? A spark Why on the bench they keep 12 him? points? I thought you were going to say he's going to come off the bench and drop 30 points. No, 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 no. I, okay. no, 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 no. Let's just take Not a second. Like Imagine two years ago when Isaiah Thomas was in the MVP discussion, mm-hmm. and you said a spark. That was never legit, though, in my opinion. What do you mean it was never legit? It was never legit. a legit thing. He was, How is that not legit? Because he was Boston's only guy at the time. They he were built the, around, He was an MVP contention. Yeah, but He was really, dropping like 15 points in a fourth quarter every night. But but really, I mean, did you ever fear Boston as yes. a legit? What? Yes. No way. No Absolutely. way. No way. First of all, when LeBron was there, it, it, it was LeBron's conference to begin with. There was yeah, never going to be oh, every anything. Year, any every other year, every year. Once right. he left Miami, every year it was like, <laughs> okay, like we don't really know how yeah. good this team is because they weren't good around him. Right. Think yeah. about the team last year. He leaves. It's the same exact team. Uh huh. And they're the worst team in the league. Who? Who are we talking about? Cavs. Oh, we're talking. Okay, I thought we were still talking about Isaiah Thomas. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. no but I'm saying like I, when LeBron went to the East. Yes. Like when he went to the Cavs from the Heat. Yeah. It was like okay, like we don't really know how good this team is. Yeah. Because Kevin yeah. Love really never fit in there. Right. And Kyrie is kind of just like that Gilbert Arenas. Like I'm going to score 25. Sure. Yeah. But like I'm not okay. really going to okay. help anyone else out. Yeah. What does that have to do with Isaiah Thomas? <laughs> just because it was a possibility that Isaiah Thomas and the Celtics. Could actually beat them. No, that was never oh, a possibility. Didn't they? Okay, so two years ago, mm-hmm. don't they play in the Eastern Conference Finals? That's when he busted his hip or something. Isaiah Thomas? Yeah. Missed like the entire playoffs or most of the series. No! They beat Cleveland in their only win against Cleveland without Isaiah Thomas. So that was the Avery Bradley that game. That was the way. Avery Bradley game. <laughs> How are we talking but, about Isaiah Thomas? I don't Thomas know. We went through a weird loophole. <laughs> anyway, all right, so. Yeah, let's uh, Spurs. Uh, where were we even going with this? You <laughs> just started talking about, about Monte Morris. All right, so. Just about matchups and guys on right. teams. So yeah. here's my thing. Uh-huh. I think the Nuggets are, they're a great regular season team. And I heard mm-hmm. this somewhere. I think I did. I might have made it up. I think I've said it enough where, like, I might have made it up or I heard it. I don't know. <laughs> So there are wow. eighty-two, there are eighty-two, or eighty-two game teams, and then there are sixteen game teams. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, what are the we? The Nuggets are an eighty-two game team. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to throw it back to I think it was 2012 
When uh-huh. it was, uh, who was it? It was George Carl was the head coach. He won coach of the year. He got him in first place in the West that year. Mm-hmm. And that was the weird team that had like Ty Lawson and the Manimal yeah. and Gallinari. Yeah. But they got bumped in the first round. Yeah. And that's, I think this is this team. I think that, yes, they could maybe in a couple of years. I think they're very young. I think it's, you know, death by a thousand cuts. Right. Right. I don't think that they have those elite top tier scores, and I, I mean, because in the playoffs, it comes down to your best seven guys. Sure, yeah, you, the rotations get a lot shorter, and this is where I think we've talked a lot about, uh, you know, the, on the Spurs side of things here, because we're going to need, uh, you know, Demar to have the game, that Demar mm-hmm. to basically have one of these games where they explode, uh, where either he or Lamarcus just kind of carries them. Hopefully, you know, ideally it's be on the Lamarcus. road. Ideally on the road, but see with Lamarcus, I I expect him to give us and it's, twenty and ten. I, I right. but Demar is the one that I think can really kind of elevate his game to another level. Remember when Demar got traded over here, a big thing to him was that well I got this chip on my shoulder now. I got this chip the on my chip. shoulder. I and think he ate the chip after week well, four. Well, here's the deal. I think that Demar has kind of been sort of. I don't want to say easing his way through the regular season, but if anything, if we're going to see... he's holding it for the playoffs? I think so. He's going I really LeBron think so. mode in I the playoffs? Think, I think so. And I think that DeMar, we've seen throughout the season with the Spurs, he's kind of held back a few times. Mm. He's kind of let some of these younger guys like Derek White kind of take over some of these moments when they needed to. But I think now that it's playoff mode, I think we're going to see DeMar be um, more aggressive and we're going to need to see him drop at least... 30 to win one of these games on the so road. So here are the three things. One, yeah, I know. While you were talking, I was like, there's three things wrong with this. One, I don't think that DeMar, also, if Bernice is listening, I'm not being confrontational, I promise. This is okay. just nice. Bernice is our news director. Yeah. She does a great job, and I uh-huh. respect everything she says. Absolutely. That yeah. being said, I think you're wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In a very respectful manner, mm-hmm. I think you're wrong. Okay. Uh, I don't think it was DeMar's decision to take a back seat. Mm-hmm. I think that they now need him to run the offense. Okay. I think that he needs to be less needed to be less of a scorer. And I think that was a little bit of a shot to an ego for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that he did. He came out hot. He was averaging like 25, upper 20s for a while yeah. there. Yeah, he was. And he's definitely singed off. That could be injury yeah. or... That could be his assists going up. Again, he's with young guys around mm-hmm. him. You got Bryn Forbes. Like you said, you got Derek White. And then you got LaMarcus. We know the offense is not going to run through LaMarcus. He's that ISO guy. He's not going to get you 10 assists. He'll get you 10 rebounds because he's like right. 6'10". Yeah. But he's yeah. one of the best ISO scorers. Sure. That's why I expect a you know a right. double-double easily from LaMarcus, even mm-hmm. though it's going to be a fun matchup with him and Jokic. But all that being said, you're talking about no, getting I saw two other more things. Oh I god. Saw two more things. <laughs> okay. So, where's Andrew when you need him, man? Two. Andrew's like I Andrew can see the ghost yeah. the ghost of Andrew here. So, like. number 2 uh-huh. is um okay, so number 2 is LaMarcus against uh Jokic. Yeah. Jokic can't play defense. Okay. I mean, he's just he's like no offense to him. Mm-hmm. He's great offensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's good at assists, he's a great passer, he can hit threes, but I think LaMarcus is going to have 25 games. He should. He should. Lamarcus should. Um, okay. And three, watching the East over the last five years since mm-hmm. DeMar and Kyle Lowry have been working on the Raptors. Right. I mean, you see Kyle kind of like shudder up in these moments, and you do see DeMar step up. Well, well, DeMar was benched last year, though. 
in the series against the Cavs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I... But uh, in the games previous Both that, those guys had their To be fair, moments. I think it was all a mental thing in that getting past LeBron. Of course. But I mean, you yeah. saw through the playoffs, yeah. DeMar carried the team for a lot of it. Yeah, I look, again, I all that being said, and this is my biggest point, you know, we talk about DeMar distributing this and that, doing that. I don't... I don't think the Spurs win this series without DeRozan being in the upper 20s or lower 30s. I'm looking at my phone not to check tweets <laughs> or anything like that. I'm checking to yeah, see I, I just, DeMar's playoff numbers. Um, I just don't think the Spurs are going to win it by oh. relying on um, you know guys like, uh, like Bryn Forbes. I mean, Forbes has had a great year, but I'm not... Look, if Forbes gives you 10 a game in this series, then that's, you know, that's gravy to me. I think this comes down to... DeMar DeRozan having some big games here and LaMarcus Aldridge being consistent, like you said, 25 and 10. I'd be happy with that. And I think Spurs um, would uh, would definitely do well with that situation playing out. Okay, so. <laughs> here we go. Research on the fly. On. Here we go. Research on the fly. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, here we go. Playoffs. <laughs> Per game. Actually, mm-hmm. last year wasn't that great. Um, so in 2013, it's, it's always 20 plus. Mm-hmm. It's always 20 plus. So in 2013, it was 23.9 points a game. Nice. 14, 20.3. Yeah. 15, 20.9. Yeah. 16, 22.4. Last year, 22.7. Okay. So. Um, but he I... also played his most. Oh, no. Well, this year he averaged, you know, 21, which is a kind of a weird oddity because he was their leading scorer for the entire season. And then Aldridge passed him in game 82. That was it. Aldridge just managed to get him by a point per game average, like by which is crazy because Lamarcus has had some of his highest scoring games of his career here. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Lamarcus is a you know like Pop always says, Lamarcus is a is a workhorse in the Mm. middle, man. He's you know, he defends, he rebounds. He's an oh. underappreciated guy because I think he's just not a very well-liked guy mm-hmm. um, amongst, you know, NBA fans. And he's not really like an outgoing guy, you know, when it comes to no just Lamarcus's. Well, yeah, that's true. But at least, you know, a guy like DeMar is a little bit more like recognizable and be like. Oh, okay. You marketable. Know, marketable. Okay. Yeah. You know, DeMar. I was say, DeMar shout out to DeMar, man. He went out. To Nipsey Hussle's uh, yeah, memorial he's, service. He's from uh, that area. From L.A., yeah. yeah. Definitely, uh, yeah, he's a, he was a friend of his. But that's what I'm saying. DeMar is more of like a, hey, you know, I'm a little bit more out there as mm. far as when it comes to being a little bit more of a community guy. But so, again, LaMarcus, I think, is just going to get what he gets, and that's better. that better be a double-double or else the Spurs are going to be in some trouble. But DeMar, I think, is the one that's going to have to lift him. What here. is your play or your matchup to watch? Well, that all, okay, we said all that. DeMar, I had DeMar <laughs> versus the chip on his shoulder because we need that. I like that. We talked about LaMarcus the and... metaphorical matchup. Nice, yeah. I like it. <laughs> we talked about, um, by the way, I wrote this down like two minutes before we went on air. So. That's good. No, we do We do actually do research here, I promise. <laughs> hey, you know, got to gotta work hard Also, shout this. out to Phil Lane. He just peeked in here. Um, General yeah, Manager Phil. We're giving go. shout outs to everyone who signs my paycheck. <laughs> so thank you, Phil. There you go. That's not a bad deal. Uh, we oh. talked Pop Malone. Spurs bench, Denver bench. Here, I'm of inviting course. him in. Yeah, you know right now. Um, the uh, okay, so so the one key matchup mm-hmm. that I think is going to swing this series also now? You keep looking over is uh, I'm, no, I'm seeing just people walk by there all all the time. Uh, Derek White versus Jamal Murray. Oh, that is the matchup that I am really interested to see because again, 
Derek is, uh, hey, Derek, second year in the league. Jamal Murray, another young guy. I think a lot's going to be said about what those two guys do against one another. So, boom. <sighs> matchup right there. Jamal Murray averaged 18 hate, points a game this year. I don't like this because that was my matchup. <laughs> I swear. That is so perfect. So, you let but me also, go through the whole spiel. And I, was, just... <laughs> and like, I don't like how like we're agreeing. But, um, no, I, I completely agree. I mean, yeah. Jamal Murray has been, first off, the – definition of inconsistent this year mm -hmm. uh there was a great profile piece on his bringing up and how his dad is very involved not like lavar ball involved but very involved mm -hmm. uh yes we're almost at 20 minutes <laughs> crazy man thank yeah so thank you so much we went through um, a whole isaiah Thomas but no <laughs> jamal murray if you don't know about him uh kentucky guy very talented scorer but again he's not a true point guard mm -hmm. uh, i'm pretty sure he's canadian i he think he canadian. played on the because yeah. i remember the first yeah, time i saw canadian. him he played on the canadian national team mm -hmm. And uh, shout out Summer League Ball. Yeah. And uh, no, he's a great scorer. He can hit threes. But he, like you said, Monte Morris is the real point guard in that team. Oh, now you're saying Monte Morris is the no, real. No, no, I'm giving you credit because I feel like I was a little wow. mean earlier. But Monte Morris is not an all-star and not the third most important no. person on that team. The matchup, I guess I'll go to my secondary matchup. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, I mean, I've said it before, Lamarcus Jokic. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're going to have two, ideally, all NBA guys sure. going, battling in very two different sets of games. I mean, you... So Jokic, do those guys just cancel each other out, though? No. They don't. No, they don't. Because you expect... They're very different in that Jokic gets everyone else involved and that he can finish a game. If he's not scoring, he can help the game out on other ways. He can right. get other he can get 13 assists and finish with 15 points. Mm -hmm. Whereas LaMarcus if he doesn't get his 20 points and 12 rebounds, yeah. I don't know how helpful he's going to be. Yeah, and I, well with LaMarcus it's more about being recognizing mm -hmm. that double teams are coming his way right. and getting the ball out to it's swing also, the ball around. I mean that's all, more yeah. of what LaMarcus's role mm -hmm. is especially like you said when it comes to the the passing part of his game. Jokic is definitely more of a uh, an assist guy in the sense that he's going to get guys to get right. their shots. And it's also LaMarcus important to know that... Just move the ball around. Right, and yeah. LaMarcus bangs down low. He'll yeah. give you the shove, the shimmy, and the backup fade. Right. Or he'll take you right to the hole. Mm -hmm. Where Jokic, like, yeah, he... I mean, it works because he's seven feet, but he's not banging down low as much as LaMarcus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, he'll, he'll space you out. He'll work threes. He'll space the floor. So can Marcus. Marcus can hit a three every once in a while. Which can also work to the Spurs' advantage a little bit because I think because Denver plays a bigger style and Jokic is such a key mm. point of that, I think you're going to see Pirtle mostly on yeah. Jokic oh, a lot. And I think it's going to free LaMarcus to kind of roam But then it would be the LaMarcus, Paul, be Paul Millsap. LaMarcus, Paul Millsap, yeah. I don't know. if the, I think that's a matchup that the Spurs are going to be willing to just say, hey, well, Again, though, Paul Millsap can do what he needs I to mean, do. LaMarcus we just don't can, want LaMarcus Jokic bigger to be than the guy. Him. Yeah, exactly. But I, that how, that's how I think the Spurs defend mm. the Nuggets. I don't know how the Nuggets come out and defend the Spurs. Whether they want Jokic, their key guy on offense, to be the primary defender on LaMarcus. You know that's I a kind of a question. I my matchup. Oh, <laughs> Here's the matchup. Malone versus Pop. Oh, man. Because that's what it's going to come down to. I mean, you're going to have Pop, who has all this experience, mm -hmm. and then you have Malone, who really doesn't. Yeah. And uh, I well, think that Pop's going to know how to work the floor, work the playoff atmosphere, work his guys. Yeah. The, the craziest thing about playoffs is just how many adjustments are made mm -hmm. from basically after, like, the first two, three games when you get really kind of deep into a series – 
that's when you see Pop kind of tinker a little bit more with the starting lineups, kind of move around some of the rotational pieces and stuff like that. So that'll be interesting to see. I do agree with you. I obviously look, Pop is Pop. I mean, he's going to know every mm-hmm. little in and out part of every single series. But I don't want to discredit Mike Malone. I think he's done a great job. But again, this is a different. But I think this is, experience has a lot absolutely, to do with this. Absolutely. And I, I think Pop's yeah. smarter than every other yeah. coach. So, um, yeah, we're going pretty late here. We are going very late, and I'm, I'm looking for the line right now. So what is your prediction right now? Uh, I said it yesterday on uh, GMSA at 9 a.m. Spurs and seven. Spurs and seven. Look look at the face you make here. Okay, what? What? <laughs> because, like, that was my prediction. Oh, my God. Here and we go. Dom so was we're not... like, Dom, who I guess at this point is, like, our executive producer <laughs> of this show. I don't know. He's like, you have to be, you know, someone has to take one side. and like. I just think, it's... look, man, I mean, yeah, I know we would probably want to be a little bit more argumentative, but it's you, you know got to be I'll, organic, I'll too. I'll take the other side. I'll say Nuggets and Six. Oh, okay. I'll say Nuggets and Six. Mm-hmm. And my reasoning will be, I think that Jokic gets everyone involved. Mm-hmm. I think that shooters are going to shoot on the Nuggets. I think that they're going to hit enough threes to keep everyone on their toes. And, uh, yeah, I just I think Paul Millsap will finally, because he's really been the, you know, the low-key player. He got a $100 million contract two yeah. years ago. Yeah. And he really hasn't earned it yet. So I think he's going to yeah. earn it at least in this first round. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So I, I yeah. said Nuggets and six. Nuggets and yeah, six, and I'll that. go Spurs and seven. Now that would require them to win a road game. So here we go, <laughs> Spurs. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay. Win a road game. So Jeez. the line for tomorrow night's game mm-hmm. is five and a half points to the Nuggets. Oh my goodness, that is so many points. Well, okay. So points. usually Vegas gives the home team three points yeah. right away, just to kind of. No, skew I get the, that, but so still, really, I mean, they're looking at this game being like a two-point game. So, uh, so that's about right. Are you I, taking Spurs tomorrow? Yeah. Um, you know what? You're getting five and a half points. You know what? Tomorrow, um, I don't like them winning game one. I, I think Denver's going to be like really amped up to win the, that game. I, I just feel like. Denver's going to come out. The crowd's going to be hyped up. And I just think that Denver's going to win that game. But I do think the Spurs will get game two. I'll take Spurs. Oh, wow. Spurs cool, plus man. five and a half. <laughs> All right, Let's here go. we go. Go, Spurs, go. <laughs> here we go, man. Yeah, nice. All right, so how much time we have left? All right, we have about five minutes left. Yeah. So let's just run through the rest of it. Um, okay, NBA, Wade and Dirk. Uh, someone brought up a good point today. Mm-hmm. They said, you know, Wade's getting all this publicity, getting all this love, and... Dirk, for the most part, I mean, you saw the tears, you saw the ceremonies, especially here in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, Dirk's kind of flying under the radar with the retirement thing. And that could be because he didn't have the whole retirement tour. Sure. He wanted to play it safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, someone brought up to me, like, hey, didn't Dirk have more of an influence on the game than Wade? Of course. I mean, Dirk basically changed the stretch for mm-hmm. position. Uh, now, you can make the argument, I mean... He's not the greatest power forward. Let's just say that. I mean, no. Tim Duncan is in that argument, obviously. But right. what Dirk did to make this kind of a uh, a stretch big man type game and pave the way for European players, international players, mm-hmm. is far more impactful than what Dwayne Wade did. Now, Wade was a great, great player because I think right. Wade just had that intensity, competitiveness that he and he's a champion obviously Dwayne Wade is a champion three-time champion basically put together the super team in Miami convinced LeBron and mm-hmm. CB Chris Bosh to Who come over lost to Dirk which is great. they lost to Dirk <laughs> and then they also lost to the Spurs too in those uh those yep. four playoff finals runs or whatever but yeah Dirk way more impactful I think Dirk staying with the Mavs 
for 21 seasons is incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean, the loyalty that he showed, uh, even when the Mavs kind of tore down after they won their championship, Mark Cuban sort of tore down the whole thing, promised that they would bring free agents. That never happened. Oh, they got Harrison Barnes. They got Harrison Barnes. (laughs) They got, you know, just guys that they just had to fill up the roster. Um, But Dirk stuck with it. And, you know, I... Yeah, I, I kind of got chills a little bit being in the arena when they played the tribute video for Dirk and he started to get emotional and stuff because, you know, this is, I mean, he was really an all-time great. And I, again, just, I worked in Dallas for a few years, so I got to see him part of his career there. Oh, so that I really feel, I don't know, man, Dirk, Dirk is, Dirk's just a, a dude yeah. that was a good guy by all accounts, mm-hmm. by all accounts, just a good guy and really, a, and one of the best uh Fords of all time, for sure. So the way I said it was, yes. I mean, internationally, Dirk did so much to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, the stretch four, that's a great point. I said that D-Wade knew. First off, he wasn't even going to – at one point, he was going to retire in the summer. Right. He mm-hmm. wasn't going to do last season. Um, so I'm glad he did it because he's probably been the most valuable person on the Heat this year. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you know they're not making yeah. the playoffs. Uh-huh. So he gets to retire a little early. Wait, Dion Waiters not getting your vote there? Dion Waiters Island right now? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad that D-Wade came back because he still had highlights. I mean, he beat the Sixers a couple times. He's, yeah. He's won games single-handedly. But here's the thing. I think he did the Kobe tour. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, uh, if we take it back a couple of years, because this was the best scheme in NBA history. To do the, the Kobe tour. Yeah. The farewell mm-hmm. tour for Kobe is a lot different because the Lakers had no chance to make the playoffs that yeah. year. Yeah. They actually just used this farewell tour as a, an excuse to tank. Sure, yes. Yeah. And I, they did. I right. mean, they tanked. They, they got Brandon Ingram. Yeah. They yeah. had number one, uh-huh. number two overall pick. Right. And it was an excuse because, you know what? Oh, you know, we're just out here getting Kobe. We'll let him take 30 shots yeah. a night. We'll make 10 of them. Yeah. So I'm glad that D-Wade didn't take it that way. Uh-huh. The Heat were competitive for the majority of the season. And it was cool to see him, like, give away jerseys, see who, like, yeah. kind of reciprocated. Yeah. Also, did you see the Bud Light commercial? I saw the Bud Light commercial. I, I actually was, started tearing up. I mean, that was, that was great. Was I was a little – when I first saw the, the thing that said, this Bud is for number three, I was like, uh, wait a minute. Is, uh, this is a beer commercial. So. Yeah. All right, I thanks, for, thanks um, for killing it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Your Great camera, commercial. Your yeah. camera started. Oh. It's all right. We're just going to finish on a two-shot. Okay. So, anyway, if we're you haven't just, seen it yet, it kind of highlights. It we're doing it live. Uh, it highlights D-Wade actually giving back to the community. And, you know, you see all these influential people, uh, actually people that he influenced, uh, you know, some of the money that he's given back. Um, yeah. I think there was uh, a kid who wouldn't have otherwise graduated. Yeah. And it, they were sister, kind of exchanging things with him. Kind right. of Right. And it was a very something. powerful yeah. moment. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think that the reason that his uh, his farewell tour was so blown up was because of the use of social media. Yeah. It was a farewell tour where we didn't really even know if Dirk was going to retire yeah. until the second to last game of the season. Right. Um, so it was very interesting. All right, before we go, because we already did our breakfast bet. We did. Breakfast yeah. bet. Game go one. Go Spurs, go. Let's I, go. Yeah, I actually had the Nuggets in game one. Sorry. <laughs> Whatever. We'll see. Hey, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope and wrong I too. Will maybe one well, day. Well, don't worry. Pay. We have about 8,000 <laughs> breakfast tacos out there. Uh, I think we're tied in breakfast yeah. tacos right now. I think we are too. But yeah. I do owe Katie Blake breakfast yeah. tacos. Uh, I had so many things written down for this rundown, but we yeah. are not going to get to any of that. So, what we're going to get to is MVP right now. Go. MVP right now. Um, man, after if Harden makes that shot against Oklahoma City, 
to get them to the number two seed. I mm. think James Harden's your MVP. I I'll go back to Giannis. I think it's going to be Giannis. You're a flip flopper. Get it. I am. I am a little bit of a flip flopper. I feel like I have the right to flip flop. <laughs> I'm going Harden. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's my argument. He's incredible. He was incredible all year, but I just don't think that best scoring season since Kobe's 2006 season. Okay. Um, 35 points a game is mm-hmm. no joke. Mm-hmm. My main argument, and don't get me wrong, all the respect in the world to Giannis. I mean, there's no wrong answer here. Yeah. Because I've personally seen, you know, the most of the games I watch are Saturday and Sunday afternoons. Yeah. Uh, or days off. Again, wake up at one o'clock in the morning. But <laughs> I've seen Giannis single-handedly pull his team to beat the Sixers, mm-hmm. and you can't guard him on the on the on the outside. You can't right. guard him inside. You can't yeah. do anything. You got to like hope that he just like settles for a mid range. Right. And even that, it's like okay, he's still seven feet and he can just like plop in. But here's the thing: if you take Giannis off that team, off the Bucks, I what happens? Well, I think we've we've had this discussion before. I don't think the Bucks are a top four or five team. Okay. In the Eastern Conference, if you take, but do you him still off. think they make the playoffs? Um, yeah, because the East is the East. I, I think, mean, I, I think I, the Bucks are still better than the Pacers. Ooh. I think the Bucks are still a four seed without Giannis. Yeah. Oh, I. Yeah, oh, I see, I don't know about that. I so think they're better the than Brooklyn. Eric. Uh, okay, so you have Eric Bledsoe. Sure. You yeah. have uh, Chris Middleton. Uh huh. You have all of these. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> Chris Middleton. I mean, okay. Pull Chris, Chris Middleton's stats. No, he was an Pull all-star this year. Stats. 18. He was an uh, all-star. Yeah, he was an he's all-star He's probably going to get a max deal this, I think this he's summer. A, I think he's more of a volume guy than It anything. doesn't matter. Yeah. He's a volume. Look at that. 20 points a game. Okay, Chris Middleton. I mean, look, Chris, I don't go into any sort of game against the Bucks. Fearing Chris Middleton. The only reason why no, Chris Middleton... Giannis is going to shoot the ball and have the ball in his hands. Well, that's what I'm saying. The only reason that Chris Middleton is racking up these types of numbers is because Giannis no. is getting all the attention on the defensive end. No. Bledsoe is a guy who I actually think is a better player than Middleton. But uh, sure, whatever, If man. you could have Middleton. either Middleton or... You know, we're not going to get into the Bucks. <laughs> but here's my point. If you take Giannis off the Bucks, there's still a 4-5 seed. I don't you, think Can we so. both agree that they're better than the Nets? I sure okay. Hey. So they're five. <laughs> That's oh a weird sound. <laughs> I still seed. I really like D'Angelo Russell. Man. I love D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. I liked him yeah. at Ohio State, and that's tough to say as a Penn yeah. State fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all, also scathing remark by Magic Johnson the other day after his atrocious leaving of a franchise. That in like, itself. Oh, is just we didn't like uh, yeah. we didn't like D'Angelo. I've probably been blowing up <laughs> the uh, the sound here. Uh, yeah. But like we didn't like we liked his talent, but he was immature. He was 19 years yeah. old. What do you expect? Can you imagine what you were doing yeah. at 19 years old? Uh, you're I was being pretty immature. <laughs> even I, well, I wasn't even a millionaire, magic. and I was still immature. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. Back to my original point. You take yeah. Giannis off the Bucks, they're still a four-five seed. If you take Harden off the Rockets, they're in the lottery. A hundred percent, they're in the lottery. Yeah, I mean, look, they depend on him a lot more than I guess the Milwaukee missed, would. They were atrocious. Uh, yeah, I look. I I just think that what we saw out of Giannis this year was really kind of the the start of what's going to be an unstoppable three four years out of him. He's he's in his prime right now, and so I mean, he's already putting up some. Insane. The scary part numbers. about Giannis is he's not in his prime yet. I think he's going to hit his prime. In he's two 24. Years. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think we're going to hit like 26. I think we're going to see four or five years of Giannis You're just right. being a dominant force in the NBA right. right now. And I think this was kind of the, the coming out party. This and was he's going to get the MVP. The Bucks are that the best it. record in so the league. Here's the thing. 
The Bucks had the best record so, in the league. I don't league. want to take anything away from the Bucks because it's good for the Bucks. Like it's been a while coming. But the Bucks statistically, they have had the easiest schedule in like the last thirty years. Oh God! I'm just saying. Okay, I mean, sh- I'm just saying. Also yeah. important to note that yeah, they have the best record in the league. Do you think they're going to win the finals? Ooh, that's a good one. So you got me on that one because I think that. Well, even though the Raptors just had a had an injury here, OG a new newbie or whatever, <laughs> had, a <laughs> had an emergency appendectomy. Um, yeah, breaking news on the pod. It's here's the deal. I you you're it. right. I think when um, look at this camera, even though it says it's not recording, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll just get your like profile or whatever. Um, so I think that uh, I I would still take Toronto to beat Milwaukee in a in an Eastern Conference Finals. <clears throat> So I look. Okay. I'm just saying that what so your this is a regular season award. This is a regular season award. Giannis from, I mean, literally like the start to finish. I think Giannis has been the best player, the MVP, most valuable player. Harden is right there, but oh, I think, I think Harden. Giannis, I think it's been Harden 100. Eh. I think you are jumping into the storyline of who Giannis is and his progression. I think Harden has been acknowledged. It's mm-hmm. the it's the MJ effect. MJ should have gotten the MVP like six years, ten years in a row. Yeah, And I think that people are just, it's voter fatigue. Like, hey, oh, Harden already got one. On to the new one. Same thing with social media and like NBA writers. Okay. Uh, You know, he already got, that's why everyone forgets how good Steph Curry is. He's still one of the best, if not the best. Steph is totally like, yeah, Steph is just completely. We are way over 36 minutes. I'm sorry. Overlooked. We only talked two topics. We had a whole list. Well, we went on about Fiesta Tacos. We went on about Fiesta Tacos. We went on about. Isaiah Thomas, for some weird reason, <laughs> that we went off. You're still listening, you're still um, watching. Yeah, I thank you so much. You. Also, finally OG. got to Spurs, and now, yeah, MVP. So, anything else you want to plug? No, I think we're good. At Case at RJ. Um, you know, just follow us on uh, online and on social media. Uh, Larry is out there with Mark in Denver, so I know they're going to have some good stuff there. Uh, be posting on social media, Dom and we'll see what to, happens. Dom wanted me to mention the... Uh, the, uh, the Valero text. Oh my lord! I and okay. I was on vacation for the past week. I do not even know the name. Oh, of the guy it was crazy. Who won Corey the Valero. Connors had an insane <laughs> comeback win. There it you was go. Amazing. I'm giving you the the floor. And I watched a little one. bit of the Masters yesterday. I love golf. That's it's cool. Perfect. The Masters. It's neat. perfect nap. Oh, just golf yeah. in general. It's great napping yeah. sport. Yeah. Because you like take a nap. It's not too exciting. Yeah. You wake up. You're like, oh, this is great. We should have um, done like a Masters challenge. That would have been cool. Like pick our top three golfers. It's not over. I, okay, sure. You just but... can't have Brooks Kepka. <laughs> okay. Who was like a monster. I saw a great meme today. Dude's it was like, like a linebacker. It was playing. Brooks Kepka yeah, who was yeah. wearing like a super tight Nike. And it was like this guy. And then I think it was yeah. like, uh, what is it? Uh, DeChampeau, who actually went to SMU. Oh, um, interesting. He, I think he was like smoking a cigarette or something ridiculous. <laughs> and like, it just didn't look good. Yeah. And it was like, these two guys are the leaders in the athletic, in an athletic event. Right, right. Uh, anyway, um, so <laughs> Is we Dom hearing us, by the way? There you go, Dom. Is he listening to us? Because that camera is like, it's only recording really here, kind of weirding us, us out. Or you can see us. I don't know what's going on with my audio right now. Check, <laughs> check, check. I don't, I like really lowered it. Oh, okay. Man. He'll adjust that in oh, post. Man. Also, I really hope that he can edit yeah. out a lot of the really candid stuff about Phil and Bernice. But if you didn't, <laughs> appreciate you guys. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, you plugged your stuff. I. Jason RJ, man. Run it back on Instagram. Any big stories you're dropping in the next couple of days? Uh, so I was kind of working on this uh, DeMar column. So when Ooh. I was talking about just the, the chip on his shoulder, if I could get that done, that'd be, uh, that's, that's my goal right now to. 
do that, finish that. Don't today. plug it if you don't push it out. I, you know what? Now I feel the, the pressure to Obligation. definitely do it. Yes. I think uh, the whole DeMar angle of this, I think, is going to be really interesting. He's going to be kind of the, the key to this whole series. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. What do I have to plug? Ideally, I've been in talks <laughs> with the uh, Spurs PR person, so expect a GMSA preview Monday morning. Nice. Me at the court trying to get buckets, but probably shooting <laughs> over 20 from three. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's usually like my rec league thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for listening. If you're still listening or watching, you're hey, a real thanks, fan. Man. Um, really make sure to follow us yeah. at KSAT Running Back. Right? At KSAT Running Back. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, at KSAT Running Back. Um, and yeah, if you ever have questions, comments, concerns, if you want to, you know, have a cool idea, tweet at us, post on our Instagram, but that's it for now. And, uh, thank you so much. We'll do the pen drop because it's now customary. Boom.